All right. <laughs> this is here we go, man. Listen, like, there's nothing wrong with this one, man. Oh no, no, not, no. Not gonna be anything heavy about this. This is one. this is a sweet vacation. <clears throat> it is. All right. <clears throat> here we go. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm gonna try and hold it together. <laughs> Welcome to Lyrics to Go, the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I am once again Mark Davis, and I am here with Seth, and we're trying so hard to save some stuff for the podcast, but this song is just so much fun and so bad. I am trying to keep it together. You're doing okay? I'm all right. I'm going to do it. All right. I'm Seth. You're Mark. Yes. <laughs> let's try and straighten this train out. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Um, all right. Let's just jump right into it. Nickelback. <laughs> Rockstar. Uh, Nickelback, a, a highly reviled band. Um, whether or not you think it is worth it. Reviled. That means they're more than vile. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, the song is Rockstar. It was released in 2007. Uh, on uh, their album All the Right Reasons released in 2005 their fifth All album right Reasons they had four albums they wrote and it took them that long to get to this 13 years of All the Wrong Reasons <laughs> uh, it was initially only released in the United States and Canada mm-hmm. but uh, I guess was uh, was so good that <laughs> Made they decided to release it everywhere and I'll be goddamned if it wasn't a hit uh, you cannot really go anywhere without hearing this fucking song. No. And again, it's one of those that I know everyone knows the chorus to. Um, I, I'm hugely let down. Now, there's a couple of fun little connections here mm-hmm. between this song and us. Okay. One is that all of the backing vocals, all of the in-between little um, lines that are said. Yeah. Do you know who is doing that? No, I it don't. Is Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. Oh, that hurts my soul. Yes. That hurts, man. That's It's one of the first things I found while I started digging in on this song, and it is very, very upsetting. Oh, come on, um, Billy. I know. He's better than that. Yeah, he now, is. Nick, uh, here's what I'm going to say about Nickelback. Right from the jump. Mm-hmm. They seem like good guys to me. Mm. They, now, I've seen them cover... Um, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever do show notes or anything, but you should, I strongly recommend you YouTubing or I guess on our Facebook group, we can put them covering, uh, sad, but true. They're huge Metallica fans Metallica. and they do these songs better than modern day Metallica. You're kidding. They are very, very good. Chad Kroger does a very, very good, uh, Hetfield. Really? Yes. And they've even, like, covered, I think, like, uh, the Four Horsemen. I don't want to hear this, And Mark. stuff like that. Yes. They, now, you know, it's one of those things that there's the music that you produce, you know, that you put out, mm-hmm. and there's the music that you like. <clears throat> and a lot of times, those things are one and the same. Yeah. I've, I've only tried to be in bands, and I think I speak for you also, yeah. that we'd want to listen to. For the most um, part, yeah. But some people, when you start getting into, you know, becoming a professional musician, you take whatever gig you can and whatever gig is going to get you right. money and, 
you know, it's feast or famine, which sometimes. is what is going on with uh, Nickelback, man. And it's clear that these people are talented. Yes, and they look like they're having a hell of they, a time. They can play a guitar. Yeah, and I don't think that they've really said or done anything where it's like it, they're like the Guy Fieri of Guy Fieri of yeah. music. It's kind of like hated because they look stupid and they're doing stupid stuff. But then, like you talk to, and they're like the first one there, like help you change your tire. Probably, you know what I mean. Probably, but there are, there are, there are signals. There mm. are red flags that have popped up in, in Tell this me. research. Well, <clears throat> for starters, Kroger has come out and said that 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 uh, Nickelback is an entity. It is a it is a financial organization. Okay, Nickelback it was created to make pop songs that will make money. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing not. wrong with that. No. And he's done it. He's God bless him. He's hey. done it. There are, um, there are little, well, the one thing more than any other, I, I can have to say that this is the one red stain on, on, uh, the one period blood yeah, stain the on the white jeans, <laughs> the one on, you know, in his, uh, in, in Nickelback's, you know, uh, career or in Chad Kroger's career, anyway. I don't even, I don't want to put this completely squarely on on all of on the rest of the backers, um, but uh, he did, you know. And I, I've never even heard the song, although I probably should listen to it. Maybe you should too. I don't know. But in 2011, he was featured on a Steel Panther record. Steel Panther, of course, from the movie. Uh, rock star, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, the album was called Balls Out, and he wrote a song on there called It Won't Suck Itself, you know, uh, highly questionable, highly questionable. Uh, we haven't heard it, but that is that's that's one that just you know, that, that's one that I can put on him. Other than that, it's pandering, Mark, it's pandering to the <laughs> lowest common denominator. He's bringing up things that are just going to, you know, that are just going to get him on the radio that are going to be, oh, listen, I relate. It's like, this is this is essentially a, a modern country music song. It is. It really is. The lyrics to It Won't Suck Itself are very funny. But the thing with it won't with uh, with that song and that band is that they are supposed to be funny. Okay. Nickelback. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Nickelback is not. Yeah, no. Now, <clears throat> there's no will... irony. There's no, uh, or at least intended. There's no. Uh, there's nothing clever. Well, they're trying to be clever. And, yeah, but they're and, not. You know, they are falling short of the glory of God. <laughs> now, Rolling Stone ranked Rockstar at number one hundred in their list of one hundred best songs of two thousand seven. Yes, which is why we don't ever pay attention to Rolling Stone. Everyone else hates it. Yeah, everyone else hates it. Rockstar was listed at number two in BuzzFeed's list of the 30 worst songs ever written, mm-hmm. stating that, and I'm quoting uh, BuzzFeed here, if aliens came to Earth and asked why everyone hates Nickelback so much, this song would be a perfect explanation. It would. A 2008 Pop Justice poll voted Rockstar as the worst single of the year. Guard- the Guardian's Peter Robinson claimed that the song was, quote, a smack the pony skit that's a TV show in Britain mm-hmm. without the laughter track. Ironic, given that Rockstar is one of the most unintentionally hilarious songs of the last few years. It is also one of the most confusing. He concluded his review by stating, in summary, this song makes literally no sense and is the worst thing of all time. There's contradictions everywhere in this song. Yes. Yes. Um, it is even in a, a commercial. Uh, for a British sofa retailer, DFS, created to sell, man, 
featuring actors miming it while playing air guitar in front of sofas. Mm -hmm. Four months later, the advert was recognized as one of the worst of all time by a Scottish newspaper. Well, it is the song that is so bad it makes the commercials it's in bad. It makes the Scottish perk up and say, "Holy shit, that's garbage." Yes. Yeah. Uh, here, um, so uh, in two, in twenty twenty one, last month. Uh, there is a surge in popularity. Uh, there is a sea shanty f version of this. Oh, done by uh, indie group the Lottery Winners. Kind of cool. It, uh, they uh, produced a sea shanty version of Rockstar. Nickelback subsequently collaborated with them to mm. release a full length shanty version. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe it's, they're not bad. You know, guys. it's like maybe they're. I now I think they take themselves not super seriously. I think that they. Um, oh, I've seen him throw fits on stage in videos. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, just I absolute just tantrums. Well, because people are just very, very shitty to them. Well, in some <laughs> of them, yeah, they did throw pennies at them on you know, and they couldn't take it anymore. But in others, it was you know, just I, I think he was being a little bit of a, you know, uh, a rock star. Uh, the music video is just very bad. It's the lowest common denominator when it comes to videos. It's just, it's, it's, they found, uh, B, D, C list celebrities and, and people that you don't know, maybe friends of theirs and just gave clips of them singing the lyrics. You don't even see Chad Kroger, except for maybe a few seconds. Yeah. Um, you see a bunch of other of people. Them. Yeah. Um, including a couple of people, uh, that, we have mentioned and that one that we've talked about in the past. Oh yeah. Um, I mentioned before Billy Gibbons makes many appearances in this music video oh. saying his little lines in between lines. Um, and it is, uh, it is very, very stupid. I'm going to rattle off, uh, very quickly, uh, other people that appear in the music video, Chuck, the Iceman Liddell, mm -hmm. famous MMA fighter. Oh yeah. Cindy Taylor, Taylor and Hart jr. Eliza Dushku. Dominique Swain, Gene Simmons, Wayne Gretzky, John Rich from Big and Rich, the cast of The Girls Next Door, Kid Rock. Well, we've got to do a fucking Kid Rock song. Absolutely. Stacy Travis, Lupe Fiasco, Twista, Nelly Furtado, the crew from American Chopper, Paul Wall, The Nuge, Ted Nugent showing up, Grant Hill, famous basketball player, Yeah, Taryn Manning, Lindsey Shaw, Ricky Lindholm. Ricky Lindholm of Garfunkel and Oates, whom I love, let me down by being in this video. Only one person surprised me more. Federico Castelluccio, Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains, Liam Lynch from the United States of Whatever and Syphil and Ollie fame. Very, a strange choice. Yeah. Because you wouldn't think he would support him. And also, who the fuck calls Liam Lynch and says, I need you to do this video for Rockstar? I don't know if Liam Lynch is Canadian and maybe he's just like better known. There's a there. lot of Americans in there. Um, uh, yeah. Jordan Carlos, the Naked Cowboy, and 3 6 Mafia. Yeah, that was very odd. Very strange. That was very, very, very strange choices. Yeah. Um, they are also in a variety of places that I'm not going to mention, but some very, very famous places, including the Tower Bridge. And uh, the uh, Opera House in Sydney and a couple And it's a places. shit song. However, the whole video ends with literally thousands of people singing along with it, you know, worshipping Ch Chad Kroger and the rest of Nickelback. You know, there are people that like this tripe, you know, and will eat the pablum that is given to them, uh, you know, and some of those people you and I probably love. And you some know, of them 
we probably avoid. Yeah. Um, this uh, was done by the same person who did the If Everyone Cared video, uh, which was another song by him, which is mm. a lot of that, you know, people just lip syncing uh, portions of the song. Well, you find the formula and you stick to it. Indeed you do. And speaking of the formula, let's go ahead and get. Let's do it. Let's deep do it. Can inside I, these can lyrics. I, okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go ahead. Here we go. Um. I'm going to tell you real quick what it says at the top of Genius.com. Rockstar is about wanting to live the life as a rock star in all its pros, but it's actually satirical in its execution. The band sing about how they have to give up their lives to achieve their goals and how in the end they'll just be washed up and fake, taking a stab at the mainstream rock industry. Not knowing that they started this venture fake. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, pretty much from the get-go, it's just a, you know, it's a big plastic enema. I'm through with standing in lines to clubs I'll never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never going to win. Yeah, he had it so bad, Chad did. He had it so bad. It was rough. Yeah, it was. Um, This life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Damn it. It's turned out exactly the way that they fucking planned it to be. That's what pisses you off. That That's what makes you angry about this song, is that... Everything about Nickelback just came true. They're like, oh, let's write songs that'll make a million dollars. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. Is, right. it ir- is it ironic that he's sitting here saying that, oh, nothing turned out the way that I wanted it to be? I mean, the, the first verse makes you really kind of hate him. <laughs> it does. Tell me what you want. I Now, I can't stand these in between. To be honest with you, they're, they're so usually so low and so like deep in the mix that I never really heard them super well until I sat down and listened to the music video. Mm-hmm. And you are absolutely correct. They are just the stupidest. I mean, uh, if if you thought that the song was pandering, I mean, just let's find the worst. What what can we do to make this song worse? This is it. This might be the worst thing about the song. You know what song? You know what song this reminds me of? What's that? It's a modern. It's a modern version of "Life Is Good." By Joe, uh, or by Joe, um, um, uh, Funk 49. Yes. Um, Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. Yeah, but, but an incredibly good song. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, but, um, and it lands the satire. Yes, it, it does. The irony's there, and you know that he gets it. Right. You know, yeah. he's, he's it, it, Joe Walsh is self-aware. Absolutely. For a time he was, not always. <laughs> um, I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs. And a bathroom I can play baseball in. Okay, he there seems to be. Oh, I think you're going to see it a little bit later. There's a fixation with bathrooms in this song. <laughs> there is, there is. He just keeps bringing up you know things that go on in bathrooms, other than you know like what you use the bathroom for. <laughs> um, I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs. I guess it's not enough for him to have the house. He wants it to also be yeah, on an episode be brand of Cribs. New, yeah. Um, and a king size tub. Big enough for ten plus me. Uh, mm. That is uh, so that bathroom need. is going to be. I mean, I guess he wants to be able to play baseball in it. I mean, if uh, I need a bigger bathroom at my house, Mark, I really do. Uh, I don't need a crib sides bathroom, but I would be jealous with just maybe you know jets in the tub. You know, I uh, that would put me over the top. Ah, uh, so what you need. <laughs> 
I'll need a a credit card that's got no limit. We already got that. And a big black jet with a bedroom in it. We already got that. Going to join the Mile High Club at 37,000 feet. Yeah. <clears throat> he already joined it at 38 and 36,000. He's going to do it now at 37. He's got a chart in the bedroom in the jet, you know, saying, oh, this is uh, this is where we did it last time, Avril. You know, this is where we, we got to do it. This, By the way, Chad Kroger is married to Avril Lavigne. Living in a little higher. Um, five thousand two hundred eighty feet is mile. Mm-hmm, that's right. That's so, over over uh, over six seven miles up. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's very very high up there. Yeah. Now I do want to point out that this is clearly from the this is this is my read on it mm-hmm. because I know we don't like to do character songs, but this I can see very much being the way they felt before they hit it big. Um, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they're, I think they kind of have this thing where they're doing this, um, uh, they're doing this like, oh, like I remember before we were big, we wanted, we were these guys, uh you know, like trying, you know, real hard to try and get where we are now. Mm hmm. Um, but the lyrics are just so stupid. And, and I was just about to say, are you trying to get me to feel sympathetic? No, for no, these no, no, guys, no, man. Because trust I'm, me, I'm when not, we get to the, I'm, when we get to the chorus, yeah. I'm about to let loose. Um, I'm going to join the high mile high club at 37,000 feet. Been there, done that says Billy Gibbons creepily. I want a new tour bus full of old guitars. Well, I, Oof. you know, a man can dream. I got to admit I'd want a tour bus with old guitars. Yeah. I mean, I totally would. And my own star on Hollywood Boulevard. Didn't give a fuck. Somewhere between Cher and James Dean is fine for me. (laughs) So how you gonna do it? Um, Okay, this line is one of the ones that I really have an issue with. And maybe it's... um, Maybe I'm missing some of the satire, but I don't think I am. I'm gonna trade this life for fortune and fame. I'd even cut my hair and change my name. Now, the fact that he says, I'd even cut my hair and change my name. Yeah. Makes it sound like those are really big asks for... No. A brand new house. Yeah. A bathroom that is so big you could play baseball in it, including a tub that fits 11 people. A credit card with no limit. A big black jet with a bedroom in it. Having sex with women in the airplane in the air. Dude. A new tour bus and old guitars and a star on the Hollywood Boulevard Walk of or the, the Fame, the Stars of Fame. Yeah, between Cher and James Dean. That's good enough. You know and what? all you got to do. And you know what? I'll To do that, I'll even cut my hair. I'll even change my name. Motherfucker, if that's all you're willing to do, that's why you're not there. You can shave my head and call me Linda. Seriously. I mean, that's, I mean, that's you can all it would take. Do anything. He we doesn't got... he hasn't recognized what other people, the links that other people go to for fame. Women have to sleep with freaking executives in the movie industry to get anywhere. You know, I mean, you got your Harvey Weinsteins out there that make them do horrible things just for a bit part in a fucking movie. And all he wants is just I mean, all he thinks he has to do is just Cut his hair and it's change his name. It's not all he thinks he has to do. It's that seems like that's like the tip. He's like, like he's offered whatever. He's like, I'll even practice. I'll practice twice a week. Fine. All right. You talk to me down three times, and then like 
talks stalled and he goes, all right, look. I'm willing to this sit down. This is as far as I'll go. I'll sit all down right? in the chair. I've talked, to my, I've talked to my lawyer. And my stylist. For all of this stuff, a, a jet with a bedroom in it and a tub and a big house and a, and a credit card with no limit. I'll cut my hair. I'll change my name. But that's it. Talks end there. Yeah. You'll get and that we, on paper. We got paid a gig uh, for live karaoke. And for the amount it was, I said, for that amount, someone with COVID can spit in my mouth. <laughs> that's that's desperation. That, yes. That is, please, I, I you know, yes. I am, I am oh. licking the hand feeding me. Absolutely, man. This guy's talking about changing his name. And that's it. For all of those things. Yeah, which it just tells you. The well, I mean, you have to look at it this way, Mark. He did write this song after they were already making boatloads of money. Mm-hmm. They've already gone through the process of actually becoming notable to you know, I guess, in a certain important part of the population enough at least to give them a bunch of money. And now, you know, he's his perspective is completely skewed. This is all it takes is just cutting your hair and 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 you know. Yeah, the idea that that's like like you and really I haven't played, you know, there. and gone home at the end of the night with like thirteen dollars in our pocket, oh, or even less, yeah, or, or, or nothing. Than, or I, I paid for my food and drink there, and I didn't make anything. Exactly, because we all just want to be big rock stars. No, I don't. Yeah, no, we Me don't either. I mean, that just shows the the the, the difference. Yeah, between him and me. Yeah, like I don't. I'm a musician and I don't I, I didn't get into it for this. Now if I would know, say the if, adulation if of happened, my community is, I mean, is is acceptable. You, you know, know, that's acceptable. Every, everyone's in this gig for a different thing. I've heard plenty of people, especially guitarists, and that's I guess that's a pretty big uh uh big shot at guitarists mostly and singers are like, I got into it for chicks. Yeah. Now some people do that, some people partially do that, et cetera, et cetera. It's never been a consideration for me. I play music because no, I, I need to play music, and because for me the the I've known you the what, ability now, to like, get the, the ability to get the 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 art out of me twenty four years adulation I need maybe twenty three years I'm sorry, and I can tell you from the from the beginning of knowing you that whether you're going to be playing in front of hundreds of people or not you're still going to probably be making music at home. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely. It's still going to happen. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you've never seen the inside of my house, it's nothing but instruments, basically. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, so listening to it, it's like, we all just want to be big rock stars. No. So not everybody's shooting for, you know, for their name between James Dean and Cher. Yeah, not yeah. not necessarily. Um. And live in hilltop houses, driving 15 cars. I'm unfamiliar with what a hilltop house is. Oh well, if you've ever been out like California or New Mexico, oh, oh of course, or, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. that, you know, all the like where Bojack Horseman lived, Laurel Canyon. Yeah, exactly. And driving fifteen cars, I hope not at the same time. Well, you know, when you're a rock star, and uh, you know, they afford you extra feet. If you're a rock star, or if you're the accelerators, um, or if you're uh, what's his name, Jay Leno. Yeah, I or guess. Jay Leno. If you've at the Mile High Club at multiple heights, <laughs> or Jerry Seinfeld, they suddenly and give you extra hands driving around with comedians. Yeah, the girls come easy, and the drugs come cheap. We'll all stay skinny because we just won't eat. Okay, I'll have the quesadilla. Ha ha ha. Oh. Holy Look shit. Look at you. Holy yeah, we'll, we'll get to that here in a little shit. bit. 
Billy um, Gibbons, please say it. Just stop. <laughs> just, God. just quit it. I know you're trying to stay uh I'm trying somewhat... to keep upright when it comes to Billy, who just has done so many great things. I mean, he was an... He, Hendrix named him as an influence. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the girls come easy, and I don't think they mean orgasm come easy. Like, uh, they'll just... You can sleep with whoever you want. Yeah. And the drugs are cheap, probably free. Um, oh, and yeah. They, these are, I guess, more reasons as to why you should do this. I know this for a fact. You don't have to get to these heights to have people give you drugs. And I don't know why you're not eating. I guess you're not eating because you're so busy doing drugs and girls and... Yeah. Everything else? You I, just got that giant house to sit in and I mean, yeah, doesn't guess. your giant house on the hills have a kitchen? <laughs> no, it does I not. mean, at that point, can you not afford a cook? Well, I mean, get fucking Uber Eats for crying out loud. Oh, it's always there. Yeah. It's always there. Uh, we'll hang out in the coolest bars, in the VIP with the movie stars. Mm. Every good gold digger is going to wind up there. Every Playboy bunny with her bleach blonde hair. Yeah, it's a country song, Mark. It's, it is it's, at the heart just, of it a country pandering. song. Yes. It's completely pandering. You know, like Bo Burnham said, it's just playing to the to the you know the desires of the lowest common. It really is. Uh, Playboy Bunny with the beach blonde hair. Blonde hair. Uh, it, you know, is that what we're all shooting for? Uh, I guess it's what I, he is. I guess so. I guess that's what he thinks everybody wants. It's the delusion of people that have that have you know that have had it handed to them the way that they have, you know, that this is what people are just going to want. And I should notice that in these lyrics, it says every playboy bunny with the bleach blonde hair and wheel. Hey, Hey, I want to be a rock star. They didn't finish what he says. He'll do that time. He just like cuts himself off. Yeah. And will, Hey, Hey, I want to be a rock star. Verse two. This rhyme. This makes this this sucks. Makes me. <laughs> this just sucks. It, it really does. I want to be great like Elvis without the tassels. He could not be one drop of sweat off of Elvis's balls. It's true. He could not. There's no way he could figure out how to do what Elvis ever did. Yeah, and without the tassels, it's kind of a a shitty shot. It's like you're talking about how great Elvis is, but then you're gonna like kind of shit on him elvis and leather it's fucking fantastic elvis and tassels is still just seth as has good. a raging heart for, on right for now. elvis elvis is elvis truly is listen like mojo nixon said elvis is everywhere elvis is everything elvis is still he's still the king hire eight bodyguards that love to beat up assholes Ugh. so i've got to i've got to say these two lines together because um one of my favorite terrible rhymes comes from an album called Let Your Dim Light Shine by uh, by a little band called Soul Asylum. Uh-huh. And the rhyme goes something like, um, she took the train to her ex-lover's funeral, died in a bathroom, hit his head on a urinal. That's a good line. Funer- funeral and urinal, they, they really stretched it there trying to... Trying I to figure out a way a to make line. it work. It is better than I, I want to be like great like Elvis without the tassels. Hire eight bodyguards that love to beat up assholes. So I always, whenever I hear this song and I have to listen to the whole thing, I'll either say tassholes. <laughs> so it says tassholes and assholes. Or I'll say tassels and assholes. Ta- assholes. Yeah, it's like A-S-S apostrophe L-E-S. Assholes. 
what they sell at per- Perkins. Come get your your asshole fritter. Sign a couple autographs so I can eat my meals for free. Uh, he, you, you just know just from the last verse that he didn't need to eat. From the chorus, yeah. He's, he's been said, doing all that crazy. Stay skinny because we just won't eat. Yeah. I'll have the quesadilla. <laughs> Every time I read those lines, it's like the shittiest, poorest attempt at being cute. I'm going to dress my ass with the latest fashion. Okay. Get a front door key to the Playboy Mansion. Second time he's mentioned Playboy. Yeah. I wonder if they gave him any money. It's what everybody wants. I, they probably did, Mark. I mean, these guys are a money-making entity. Front door key is such a filler for uh, for <laughs> trying to like... like uh, he didn't have to say front door key. He could have just said, get the key to the Playboy Mansion. But he's like, man, I need more syllables. What do I... I guess I'll say a front the door front key. Front door key to the... I guess it would have been more clever if he said, I got the back door key to the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Then he'd be talking about butt sex. (laughs) Uh, Gonna date a centerfold that loves to blow my money for me. So how you gonna do it? And it's sad to me that there are probably women that are like, yeah, that's what I want. Mm. I wanna wanna blow Chad Kroger's money for him uh, and we're gonna date. So how you gonna do it? So how you gonna do it? Once again, Billy Gibbons. I'm just going to leave him alone at this point. I mean, he's let me down enough. Every time I hear it, a part of me dies. Yeah. Um, It's it's like LaGrange, but instead of laughter, it's tears. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Boo-hoo-hoo. One single tear falls off the beard of Billy uh, Billy Gibbons. I'm going to trade this life for fortune and fame. I'd even cut my hair. I'd even change my name. Once again, he's going to put it all on the line. Because we all just want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars. The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap. We'll all stay skinny because we just won't eat. Yeah, but he didn't have to pay for his meals. We'll hang Should out in the fucking co- eating. <laughs> we'll hang out in the coolest bars in the VIP with the movie stars. Every good gold digger is going to wind up there. Every good one. Mm-hmm. Every playboy bunny with her bleach blonde hair. And... uh We'll hide out in the private rooms. Now we finally get there. With the latest dictionary of today's who's who. Do they put who's who's in dictionaries? No. No. This sentence they, makes they, no yeah, sense. Yeah, it doesn't. It makes it a little... I mean, well, you know, he's getting all those free drugs. By the end of the song, he's just making shit up. They'll get you anything with that evil smile. Who's they? I don't know. Maybe it's this faceless-like evil shit smile? that QAnon tells us about lately. They... Well, I mean, so it seems like everything here, they're talking about the coolest bars. Mm -hmm. So there's a cool bar with a VIP with the movie stars, but they're going to hide out in the private rooms. Right. With the latest dictionary of today's who's who. They'll get you anything with that evil smile. Are they talking about the the waitresses? Well, I, I can't help but think that, you know... Uh, you know, at strip clubs, they have VIP rooms and private rooms. You know, that's probably just what he's referring to without saying strip clubs. Uh, with the oh, way, okay. You know, maybe mm-hmm. they'll mm-hmm. get you within, you know, the, like the, the strip club girls, the, the, the dancers. Uh, they'll they'll you make know, you humps? They'll, they'll make, make you, humps with you? Lady lumps. They will... Uh, will they do a hump on you? They're going to use that evil... St- on your coconuts? They didn't before, at least not without the cash. Well, I mean, he's got plenty. He's got a credit card with no uh, yeah, with no, no credit limit. limit. So everybody's got a drug dealer on speed dial. Yeah, well, I mean, it's for free. 
I mean, everybody's handing them out to him. Well, I guess, I mean, he says everybody, he's reached such a level of fame that everyone does drugs. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got it all figured out. Hey, hey, I want to be a rock star. I'm going to sing those songs that offend the censors. Gonna pop my pills from a Pez dispenser. <laughs> I'd love if you could go to the pharmacy and get your pills from a Pez dispenser. You know, I mean, if you could like look at the pharmacist and say, by the way, you know, I know that I've got a, you know, a prescription here for, you know, 15 Oxy cotton. Can I get them in a Pez dispenser with Tweety Bird on it? You know, or something like right. that. I mean, that's do what you, Chad Kroger's getting. Do you make these in cherry? That could actually be somewhat freaking amusing. You know, you, you've got enough money to do something like that. Walk into the freaking CVS and go, listen, I'm not going to accept these pills unless they're put placed into a Pez dispenser and put into the bag specifically for me. You know, now, that's funny. I also need to say that I don't think that he's going to write songs that offend the censors. Like, they'll censor them, but I, they're grown adult no human way. beings. They're like, yeah, yeah okay. Like, And you're not going to become a rock star by writing songs that offend the censors. They're just going to edit the shit out of your songs and you're never going to get big that way. Yeah. Or probably not going to get big that way. Um, I'm going to pop my pills from a Pez dispenser. Get washed up singers writing all my songs. Is this his way of trying to tell us that Billy Gimmons had a hand in writing this song? I don't know. Washed up singers. I'm going to just speak as a generality here. Singers are usually not songwriters. I mean, no, you have singer songwriters, right. but like right. yeah. usually guitarists and pianists are songwriters. Right. A lot of times they can sing to some extent. Some accordion players are songwriters, man. <laughs> not not singers. You're yeah. Right. And I mean, it's kind of just shitty for him to say, get washed up singers writing all my songs. If they're washed up, then why are they writing your songs? Yeah, and there's and how are you going to be a rock star by having people who are washed up and no longer good? Yeah. Writing songs for you. Out of touch that aren't doing it anymore. Lip sync them every night so I don't get them wrong. So this is his way of saying, I'm just giving up. You know, yeah, I've got I mean, everything. I'm jaded. I'm just giving up. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just uh, phone in each, uh, each performance every single night. Which I have to believe that they're at that point already. Probably. Yeah. At this point in their career, Chad Kroger's like, fuck, I got to do this again. Could you imagine having to sing this song every fucking night? No. Every when when you went out on tour, would no. you not hate yourself? I would Mark? hate myself. I would too. I would like. I, I'm I'm surprised Chad Kroger hasn't killed himself. Do you think that this is uh, how they live on the road? Absolutely not, man. You'd be de- anybody would be dead after unless you're freaking Keith Richards. After like three years of this, man, you totally would. You, you I mean, you would just burn yourself up. That's a fact. Yeah. I mean, look at all the rock stars that have been taken out by by this excess. What's the only one that hasn't? Ronnie fucking Wood and Keith Richards. They're pretty much it. They're the only ones that didn't wind up. And even Ronnie Wood wound up in a rehab, man. Keith Richards is the only one. Yeah. You know, that made it all the way through all this year after year. Uh, well, we all just want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses, driving 15 cars, and our girls come easy, and drugs come cheap, and we'll all stay skinny because we just want to eat. And we'll hang out in the coolest bars in the VIP with the movie stars. Every good gold digger is going to wind up there. Every Playboy bunny with their bleach blonde hair. And we'll hide out in the private rooms with the latest dictionary of today's who's who. I think he's talking about a, I think he's, what he's talking about is a magazine. Yeah, People Magazine is what I thought. Or a newspaper. Oh, I'm going to pick up People Magazine, look at who's who. 
see who I can get some fucking money from. Does now. dictionary mean something aside from like an actual no, dictionary? Dictionary is what you get words and definitions out of. Like Webster's, that's what you get. I mean, but if you hey, look man, up Nickelback, it says shitty band. If you look up Nickelback, it says uh, it doesn't know what dictionary means. Yeah, that's. They'll get you anything with that evil smile. Everybody's got a drug dealer on speed dial. Well, hey, hey, I want to be a rock star. Oh, hey, hey, I want to be a rock star. We were laughing at the beginning of this thing, Mark. We really were. It's really brought me down. I mean, it kind of Just knowing that people want to live like this and, and people think that, like, even if they are being, um, like, tongue-in-cheek, that there are people listening to it going, oh, I love this. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, is it bad to dislike him, you know, for all of the successes that he's had by by pandering to the lowest common denominator? Is it is it wrong to to dislike him for that? I don't. I mean, I think that's. I think it's kind of fair. I mean, you're allowed to hate anyone for any reason that you want. I know, but is it? But is it right? Is it ethical? Um, I think at this this time it kind of is. I mean, it kind of is. It definitely is because I mean he's just. There's so much bad that has come out of of uh, of Nickelback and of Chad Kroger. You know, there there really really is. He's he's done bad things. I mean, he and you and you started this episode by defending him. I'm saying there're probably guys that would I don't think they would be at this point, man. I think we we it switched all around. And something that we going back to the beginning uh and and looking at Nickelback and Chad Kroger from his earliest days of inflicting music, I mean from making, you know, writing songs that we're going to have to deal with. Um, in the early 1990s, and this is the funniest thing that I found about him. This made me laugh and laugh, and I think I told it to you earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kroger was, 1990s Kroger was part of a grunge cover band called Village Idiot. If that is not the definition of foreshadowing, I don't know what is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people... um a lot of people point out that it is supposed to be sarcasm. For whatever reason, it just I I, I do not I see I see like a hint of sarcasm, but I'm looking um, at the uh, songmeanings.com uh, comments and a bunch of people are like this is mocking the ridiculous lifestyle. Blah 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 blah. There's one comment that says, "Every Playboy bunny with her bleach blonde hair." I love that line. <laughs> oh my god. So, I mean, that's the thing is, like, if if they're trying to be satirical, like someone's like, 15 cars, you don't need that money. There are people with 15 cars. Oh, yeah. You're not talking about something you, you that is outside the Jay realm Leno of possibility. And, and Jerry Seinfeld earlier. And I mean, guys. clearly some of this is, you know, them being like silly when they say a bathroom you can play baseball in. But it's like it's very clearly laying out a template for what real rock stars wanted and lived i mean these are these are things that people wanted and they have lives like this that's why the very first line i want to i want a brand new house on the on an episode of cribs the whole purpose of cribs is come inside and see my giant bathroom right see my giant tub and though you may be using hyperbole to say i want a tub that fits 10 people plus me the the point still stands I want to become a rock star and do a lot of drugs and get free stuff because I sign stuff or whatever. And I want 
like I want something like that. I want a giant house. There's nothing wrong with being like I'm not happy with, you know, the way that I'm living because shit's unfair or whatever. But I mean, it's a whole nother fucking ball game to be like, I want to take drugs as if they were coming out of Pez dispensers, even if you're making a joke. He cannot stop fucking talking about how much he wants to do drugs. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just like drugs here, drug there, drug everywhere, drug, drug. Like he's just talking about people having drug dealers on speed dial and taking drugs like Pez dispensers and people giving him drugs and the drug drugs come free. Like they, yeah, he mentions they, and whenever anybody does that, that sends up a red flag for me, you know, a non-specific boogeyman, you know, that they, that they point out whenever they use Mark has the information age caught up to the rest of us or to the, to a decent enough portion of the population to let us know that this, uh, you know, life of excess that he's singing about ultimately is extremely, extremely shallow. And that, you know, when you look back and you look at the the lifestyles of the Eagles and, you know, and Fleetwood Mac and, and, you know, to a certain degree, I guess, I don't know, Motley Crue and bands like that, you know, that got so much for free and had so much handed to them and uh, and live this life of celebrity. Are we is, is there enough of the population for it to mean something that we or, 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 or for us to is, is there enough of the population that is aware that this is shallow to affect to the, to affect us enough to the greater good. Um, or not. I mean, or are we doomed? I feel like we're probably doomed. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like if you already know, you know, I don't think that this is going to change you. I'm, what I'm saying is that Chad Kroger's not helping, man. Uh, this is a comment. Okay. First off, I love this song and it's catchy as hell. And when I first heard it all, I could think about was hold up. I saw him on Cribs two weeks ago, and his house did have a huge bathroom. For example, the tub was huge, and in the shower itself, which was at the size of a whole bathroom, there were four shower heads spread out, so if you're with someone, everyone would get water. You wouldn't have to wait. And he literally had like five cars and at least ten huge dirt bikes, and Nickelback is a regular guest at the Playboy Mansion. From an article in McLean's about the mansion. Anyways, my point is, he's probably just making fun of himself and the celebrities like him. Anyways, P.S. He really does like showers, A. Eh? We gotta make love just one more time in the shower from feeling way too damn good. I guess that's a song what or something. Fuck? I, I, I'm not really sure. I think it's a song. It's gotta be. Um, but yeah, so he is living this life. He, yeah. has, he has reached. He's a modern day Don Henley. He has changed his life to fortune and fame. And he may have even cut his hair. Maybe. Oh yeah, he did. He, he he did. There are. He didn't change his name though. No, he didn't change. He his did name. marry Avril Lavigne. He did. Were they married? Yes. Thank God. And I think, and I'm not 100 percent sure. Maybe you can look this up. But I think there was a point that he put uh, dirty pictures of her on the internet. I think that really. Happened. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see them, but I I I, I seem to remember that there was a point in time where um, that. Bad pictures or less than savory pictures. Not saying that that's a bad thing, but she might not have wanted those put out there is what I'm saying. I think there was a time when some of them, when they were leaked onto the internet. Um, I don't see anything saying of that, saying that he did that. It's just don't? pictures of the two of them. Okay. Um, and apparently they're still close. Yeah. Are they married or are they divorced? Oh, they're divorced. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah. So that's that. So, <laughs> I mean, the song is just terrible. The <laughs> the writing of it and, you know, regardless of whether or not it's supposed to be satirical, I think it misses the mark in just about every way someone can miss the mark. Check out Pandering by yeah. Bo Burnham mm-hmm. and you're going to get real insight into what's going on in this song. Yeah. That's what's going on. That's. Yeah, it's uh, what a travesty that weren't we laughing at the beginning? Yeah, we were once upon a time. (laughs) Weren't we feeling good about ourselves? Well, you know, the Uh, thing about laughter is that it makes you tired, it's fleeting, and by the time you get to the end, it's just like, what the hell did I just fucking witness? Yeah, um, next up, next up, Mungo Mungo Jerry Jerry. in the summertime. Yeah, you uh, you suggested this one, and it was another little bit of a shocker. Yeah, this yeah. is one of those that I love to point the lyrics out to in a couple different lines. It is a very good, uh, catchy song. Yeah. Um, but with uh, some sound effects that go along with some questionable lyrics. It's like a song you hear at a carnival. That's what it reminds. Yeah, me of, it reminds of. me of like sitting on the on a back porch with some people, pop open a red stripe. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not a Jamaican song, but it's got that. It said it's got kind of like soca y feel. Banjo, isn't there a banjo in it? I don't um, think so. There's like a piano and there's a there's a kibasa. Okay, that's right. Or maybe he's just doing it vocally, but but yeah. So Mungo Jerry in the summertime. Maybe you haven't heard it in a while. You know, hopefully this song will thaw out some of the snow and ice for some of our friends up north. And. So make sure you listen to that. And, you know, as we mentioned last episode, and we're going to try and be a little bit better about doing from here on out, please uh, rate us wherever you listen to us. Please tell other people to listen to us. Tell them to rate us also. We all know someone who loves music. We all know somebody who uh, who thinks that lyrics are funny when they're terrible. Um, if you could let somebody uh, know about us. Seth, I think we'd both appreciate that, yes? Let's try and find some uh, some people out there that have friends that uh, at one point thought that Nickelback were actual music, were credible music, and mm-hmm. uh, and wake them up a little bit and turn them on to something good. Yeah. Go out there and put them on and, and, and set them straight. Play them some, uh, play them some decent music. Turn on a freaking Beatles record or something. There you go, but not run for your life. Not run for your <laughs> life, yeah. All right, until next week, we will see you then. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics to go pod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs> <laughs>